the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom and Happy New Year. (laughs) Amen. What a great day to celebrate the Lord and share your faith. Let's pray. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King, we thank you for this new year. We thank you, O Lord, for the blessings that you give us day after day. We are rejoicing in you. We are loving you with our whole heart, soul, and mind. And I pray that this day would be the beginning of a great direction that you have us headed in. We bless you. We thank you. And just look forward to this year and what you're going to do in our lives and in the lives of our families. Oh, we bless you, Lord, in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. Well, I pray that you had a great Hanukkah celebration and a great Christmas celebration. And I pray that uh, if any of you have a testimony from using the Haggadah, which you received, I would love to hear about it. People who got touched, maybe, going through the Haggadah, if you got touched, or people you invited over, uh, people who accepted the Lord, people who just uh, were more understanding of the Jewishness of our faith. All of these testimonies, if you'd email me at sweiler, or actually email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. That would be great. Um you know, last week we talked about are our good traditions part of a slippery slope away from God? We also talked about are we assimilating into the secular American culture? And third, we talked about are we willing to struggle with God in order to become clean before him? Before we continue this discussion... I believe we need to have a spiritual alert. Funny, on this first day of the year, 
to have a spiritual alert. What is a spiritual alert? Well, uh, I think we need to have some special prayer, even in our program today, for our country and for President Obama, as his decision to go against Israel is not good for him, it's not good for our country, and I believe the thing that we are to do is pray and not get lazy. So let's pray for God to have mercy on our country. Would you join me again in prayer? Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. We pray for those in authority over us, especially President Obama, especially in these last few days, Lord, of his presidency. We ask, Father, that you would touch him by the power of your Spirit, that he would not be vindictive in his last few days, but that he would take the high road and understand what is right, what is your way. And so, Lord, I pray for him, Lord. I pray for him. I pray for incoming President Trump, O oh Lord, that, that he will focus on you. There, there are so many believers around him, Father. And I ask that he would listen to them. And I ask that they would hear from you, that they, and, and, and he would really have a, a strong walk with you. And, and Lord, I just believe something is happening in this man's life. I, I pray that you'll touch him. And I pray that he will follow biblical ways, Lord. Biblical, just everything he does, let it be from you, Lord. I pray for Israel, Lord, as it seems that all the nations now are against Israel. But I believe that can change in a moment. So I ask, O Lord, that this would not be the time where all Israel is turned, uh, that all the nations are turned against Israel. I pray for Israel's safety. I pray for them to be blessed. I pray for them to be encouraged. And I, Lord, I pray for our country that you would have mercy on us. As, as this was an act done by one person or two people. And, and Lord, I, the heart of the nation, I don't believe, is this way, Father. So I ask that you would have mercy on us and that we would not be judged for coming against Israel. And I pray that you turn this country around quickly. I pray for the businesses, the government, the media, the arts and entertainment, the educational facilities and and professors, for families and religious institutions, all to turn to you, Father, to make you number one. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You know, I really believe this, that we cannot get tired of prayer, that we need to come to the Lord. And and we'll talk about this later on in the program as well. Look, let's finish last week's discussion. If you remember, I had all these uncomfortable questions for you, like, does buying a Christmas tree have more to do with tradition and commercialism than God? Or does uh, having a gift for each night of Hanukkah have more to do with tradition and commercialism than God? 
Are our family habits and traditions more involved with our culture or more involved with God? Four, do our children learn more from school, which is secular, and TV, which is secular, than from us that as we fight to raise our kids in, in a biblically believing culture? Five, are we responsible for the millennials' laissez-faire attitude towards God? Do you understand the questions I'm asking? Are we and you on a slippery slope, slowly drifting away from God? Have you made so many compromises that secularism has crept into your life and the lives of your family? In fact, have you made so many compromises that secularism and being a believer in Yeshua work fine together? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Can anyone relate to what I'm asking, or is it too painful to, to look at ourselves? What are some of the compromises we talked about last week? TV and movies, right? Video games. What age do you allow your children to date? You know, there are all sorts of things. Are we teaching our kids about the Lord, about tithing? Do we send our kids to public school where they're inundated with secular culture? Are there people in your life that you stay away from because of the way they've treated you so you're, you you have unforgiveness. There, there's so many areas that we struggle with, even being honest with our taxes, right? If we can make a few extra bucks in, in something that's slightly illegal, do we do it? Do we go over the speed limit? Do we speak about the president, especially now since he has done something that seems to be unspeakable? How do we speak about him, and how do we speak about what he's done to Israel? We can, we can talk, and we can talk about our displeasure, but we have to do it in a loving and respectful way, I believe. And reporters, they have lost sight that they are so much into editorializing that they are actually reporting about themselves. (laughs) They are the problem. They are what's dividing this country. We are part of a slippery slope. So last week we started with 1 Peter 2.16. Live as a free people, but not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Rather, live as God's slaves. Boy, that really is... A great scripture uh, for today. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, really. Um, 17, honor all people. Now, look, it might not feel good, but verse 17 of 1 Peter 2 says, Honor all people. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Slaves, with all respect, submit yourself to your masters. Not only to those who are good and gentle, but also to those who are harsh. For this finds favor if, for the sake of, the, of conscience towards God, someone endures grief from suffering undeservedly. Verse 20, 
For what credit is there if when you sin and get a beating you endure? But if you endure when you do good and suffer for it, this finds favor with God. Now, I know this is the opposite of what so many of us believe, but that's why we have to be changed by the Word of God. Are you willing to read Scripture and seek to change your habits and your ideas for what God wants? Continuing that in in, um, Peter, uh, that's 1 Peter 2, verse 21. For you were called to this because Messiah also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his footsteps. He committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. Verse 23, get this one. When he was abused, he did not return the abuse. While suffering, he made no threats. Indeed, he kept entrusting himself to the one who judges righteously. Oh, please, listen to those words. You who call yourselves Christians, Messianic Jews, people who believe in Yeshua, listen to those words. In verse 24, it says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we, removed from sins, might live for righteousness. By his wounds, you were healed. For you, like sheep, were going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. We need to return. In Hebrew, it's teshuva. This is a return. We've got to return to the Lord and not just play God, but decide that God is going to be number one in our lives. You know, I think of Adam and Eve, and I think... Did they desire to sin? Absolutely not. Do you desire to sin? I'm sure you don't. But you know what? They were deceived, tricked by something that seemed good. And you and I are often tricked by something that seems good, but it's not God. Have you ever been tricked or deceived to start on a journey down that slippery slope? Don't get me wrong. I love celebrating Hanukkah, and though I don't personally celebrate Christmas, I love the season. I, I love the message of Christmas. So, But I'm asking you, as you contemplate what resolution you'll make this year, ask yourself if you have assimilated into a culture that is secular because you have made so many compromises with how to celebrate holidays or how our lives don't reflect a consistent testimony. Let's consider some other scriptures. John 17, great chapter, right? Verse 14, I have given you, I have given them your word. This is Yeshua speaking. And the world hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. So the question is, are you willing to be hated for your faith, right? That's what basically is being said. Verse 15, I am not asking that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They're not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. Make them holy in the truth. 
Your word is truth. That's verse 17. You know, we are to be holy, and that is defined in God's word, right? Verse 18, just as you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. This tells me that we are not to hibernate. (laughs) Hibernation is not an option. I must be in the world and engaging it and yet stay holy in God's truths, which are the scriptures. That's why God sent you and me. That's why we have the Heart of Messiah radio show. We are engaging the world with the good news of Yeshua the Messiah. You have to make a daily decision. Most of the time, we make decisions by common sense and today's culture, and uh, we get our spouse to agree with us. And as long as it's not against God's word, I guess it's okay, right? Let's look at uh, some other scriptures to get greater insight. 1 John 2.15, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the desire of the flesh, the desire of the eyes, and the boasting of life is not from the Father, but from the world. The world is passing away along with its desires, but the one who does the will of God abides forever. Sounds to me that the will of God is not allowing our flesh to rule and not allowing our desires to focus on the things of the world. James 4, 4 says it this way, you adulteresses, don't you know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Boy, this one verse is pretty disturbing, isn't it? Yet I believe it means what it says. How can you and I, who probably grew up in a worldly world, change and change our desires to be uh, continuously godly? That's a great question, and it, it is difficult. Look, we all fight this. Verse 5, or do you think that in vain the Scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit which he made to dwell in us? I, I, I can just picture how God feels about our sin. But he gives greater grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, but resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So what advice does he give us in James 4? He says, number one, humble yourself. Number two, submit everything to God. Three, resist the devil. Four, draw near to God. Five, cleanse your hands. And six, purify your heart. Colossians 2.8 says, see that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the tradition of men and the basic principles of the world rather than Messiah for All the fullness of deity lives in him, bodily in him. And in him you have been filled to fullness. He is the head over every ruler and authority. Matthew 6, 24 says, No one can serve two masters, for either he'll hate one and love the other, or he'll stick by one and look down on the other. You cannot serve God and money. That would be an example. 
Or you can't serve God in the world, right? 2 Timothy 4.1, I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and Messiah Yeshua, who is about to judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Proclaim the word. Be ready when it is convenient or inconvenient. Confront, rebuke, encourage with complete patience and instruction. For the time will come when they will not put up with sound instruction, but they will pile up for themselves teachers in keeping with their own desires to have their ears tickled. And they will turn away from hearing the truth and wander off to myths. You, however, keep a clear mind in all things, withstand hardship, do the work of proclaiming the good news, and fulfill your service. Are you deceived? Are you getting these scriptures? Are they piercing your heart? Are, are you one of those people who are saying, well, I can live a worldly life and a godly life at the same time? Are you working out your salvation with fear and trembling? Have we given in to the culture and our journey is part of a slippery slope? Or are we affecting the culture by bringing the good news into everything we do? From the little things and from the big things that we take for granted, are we doing God's work or are we just doing good works as seen by our culture? Is it wrong to have our kids watch cartoons, celebrate Halloween, enjoy Santa Claus and Christmas trees? I'm not here to give you an answer for this. But I believe if you haven't wrestled and struggled with these types of things, you probably have been deceived by our culture, which has been authored by Hasatan, by Satan, by the devil. So what is your New Year's resolution? Some of you say, It is, you know, silly to have one. However, I feel that anything that helps you get back on the right track is a good thing. So I think to have a a New Year's resolution is reasonable. So mine is to seek to be more holy as God is holy, because I believe that's God's prayer for me. And secondly, to be stronger and more consistent in prayer. And I believe with all my heart that we need a lot of prayer. We need a lot of prayer as I just prayed for the president, current and incoming. We need to pray for our country. We need to pray. So, look, we're out of time today, but I I would just mention to you, it's the beginning of 2017. We certainly could use financial support. We don't have any kind of advertiser to give us a revenue stream, so we depend completely on you and your generosity. As a special help to you to increase your prayer life, I've put together a short prayer booklet. This is my New Year's prayer booklet, which is a gift to you. We can email it to you, or preferably we can send it to you so you have a nice hard copy of it. It's short, but I think it would be powerful. If you want to strengthen your prayer time, I believe this prayer booklet will be a tremendous help. Just call Karen at 813-831-5673. That's 813-831-5673. 
or email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. If you order by leaving a message, please make sure you leave your address. If you would like to include a New Year's gift to the Heart of Messiah radio program, we certainly would appreciate it. If you've missed any programs, uh, go to heartofmessiah.org, and you can hear the past programs. And next week, we will talk about President Obama and Israel and the recent U.N. decision. So I pray this broadcast has touched your heart. May you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close with prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.